Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. I'm a life and marriage coach for moms, wife, mom of three, and I'm also an Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood, even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up. Inside, we're going to be talking about breaking generational cycles when it comes to how to handle conflict in healthy ways, redefining motherhood your way, and prioritizing your well-being because here, we believe that women don't have to sacrifice their happiness to be a great mom. And a quick note to mamas listening with kids around, you may want to pop your earbuds in because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something I say isn't meant for little ears. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about receiving more support from your partner and the different types of support that we need in our relationships. So before I start and share the different types of support, I want to share a fun statistic with you. So we often hear and we often say how much wives need more support from their husbands, how much we want more support. I cannot talk to a group of women without at least one or more people harping on the fact that they're not getting the support that they need. In fact, 80% of women wish their husbands supported them more. That's a really big number, ladies. That's a really, really big number. And even more fascinating, two thirds of men wish their wives supported them more. I was really shocked at that one. That's a pretty big number. Not as big as, as women wishing their husbands supported them more, but still pretty big. And my hope for you is that we shrink this percentage because that is just way too many women out there wishing that they got more support, wishing that they got what they needed, but are not. Okay. You get to have your needs met period. And so let's dive in. So there are actually four types of support out there that we need in our relationships. There's emotional and physical support. That's actually one esteem support, tangible support and informational support. And I think it's important for you to know which category or categories of support that you need. Because just saying, I don't feel supported is not very clear. And if you've been listening to my podcast, if you've been in my space, you know how important clarity is when it comes to getting your needs met. If you're not clear, how in the hell is your partner supposed to know what the hell to do for you, right? So if you're lacking that, keep listening, okay? So the first one is emotional and physical support. What this is, is having someone listen to you, empathizing with you, offering physical comfort. Like when you're feeling down, they, they give you a hug, they rub your back, they hold your hand, whatever it is that you need and feel comforted by. 
examples of this would be having a safe space for you to vent, having someone listen to you without judgment, criticism, or, you know, turning it into something that is about them. Being able to feel like you can feel your emotions and that he's really there for you. Even in the moments where you feel like you're really struggling, you're, you're breaking down and you are just feeling so fed up with whatever is going on, or you're so distraught about a specific thing that you have somewhere in someone to really lay out all your feelings and that they can hold it for you, right? Having somewhere and having someone you feel safe to just really let go. Okay. Now, why is this important? When you don't have this, this is how you might experience things, right? You might feel lonely. You might feel misunderstood. Maybe you think that you're overreacting. Your arguments with your husband probably don't get very far because your emotional needs aren't being met. And so it's difficult to come to a solution together because you're very much in your feelings. You're feeling sad. You're feeling upset. You're feeling lonely, whatever it is. It's hard to get past that when we feel like our partners don't understand, can't empathize, and just want you to snap out of it. You also might start turning to other people to fulfill this need for you, which will then create disconnect in your marriage. If you're not getting this, you're going to need to get it from somewhere. So it's either you, A, deny yourself of what you need, or you start looking for it elsewhere, which means you're not creating that emotional intimacy that you need to grow your relationship with your husband. So you're, you are stunting the growth of the relationship because you're not getting what you need. And then lastly, you have a harder time being there for your kids because your needs aren't being met, which means that your capacity, your bandwidth to handle the tantrums, the drama, the conflict, it it shrinks. Your capacity shrinks. You get triggered way more easily. You snap at them. You become the version of the mom that you don't want to be. Maybe you remind yourself of your mom and you're like, oh my God, no, I don't want to be like that. But I, I can't help myself. So that's the impact of not getting the emotional and physical support that you are needing, right? And it's okay to need these things, right? Don't feel like you're needy because you need these things. All humans have these needs. Of course, they vary from person to person, but you get to have these needs and, and you get to be aware of them and you get to have them met. The second type of support is esteem support. This is where your, your husband expresses their belief in you. They have confidence in your abilities to meet your goals. They support you through motivating you, encouraging you, really being that cheerleader 
They remind you of what you're good at. They share positive things that they observe about you that you may not notice, right? So examples like they compliment you, they sing your praises when you do something well to really help you see yourself how they see you, right? A lot of times when we do something well, or maybe we got a promotion or whatever, we're like, oh, cool. And then we gloss over it and we move on to the next thing. We're not actually sitting in the celebration. We're not relishing in what we accomplished because we've been taught that that's bragging, that's gloating. That's, that's not something we should do. That's not being humble. Well, you don't have to be arrogant to celebrate yourself. You can still be humble and be proud of what you've done. Okay. And, and when you have this esteem support from your partner, you have a source that lifts you up when you're down. Someone that encourages you to go after your goals. So you're not as afraid to go after it because you're almost like leveraging their belief in you while you're still building your own, or you're reminded of their belief in you that maybe you've forgotten because you had a setback or something. Okay. And the impact of not having this is you experience self-doubt more often. You're less willing to go after your goals, more likely to settle. Your life can feel very ordinary. Like every day is the same thing every single day rinse and repeat, as opposed to being extraordinary because you're going after your dreams. Someone's cheering you on, right? You also might feel a a lack of connection and partnership because someone really important in your life, arguably the most important next to your kids, isn't cheering you on, isn't giving you the confidence that you can leverage when you're lacking in that area. And so you just accept what is. You think, well, I can't do that. Who am I to do that? And your mind convinces you not to. And then you don't have someone reminding you to not listen to that self-doubt, to to not listen to that, that inner critic that's inside you. So there's that. The next is tangible support. Next is tangible support. This is probably the one that I hear most commonly. This is support with responsibilities. Taking on responsibilities at home, with kids, wherever, and being an equal partner, right? And then in times where something comes up and it needs your extra attention, them taking on more responsibility so that you can then go do whatever you need to do that needs your attention, whatever is coming up as a priority for you. And knowing that things are being taken care of, you're not so stretched thin, right? This also gives you someone to collaborate with to brainstorm solutions with for a problem. So this is what tangible support is about. So for example, you know, him taking over bedtime so that you can take care of yourself after a stressful week or meeting a deadline that you have for work 
being a true partner that that you can lean on to do their fair share of responsibilities to help home life run more smoothly. And when you don't have this, you burn out, you don't have time to do anything for yourself, you're irritable, you get angry easily, your kids start to act out more because you're connecting with them less, you're just rushing them and noticing all the things that they're not doing right, right? You're being nitpicky and they can sense it right? It, it's, it's in the times where we're not connecting with our kids that they act out more because any attention for them is good attention. Not only that, but you get into more arguments with your partner when you don't have this type of support because you feel resentful. You feel really burnt out and you just notice all the things that they're not doing or all the things that you're doing that they're not doing. And then it kind of just spills into all areas of your relationship, right? You don't want to have sex as much or at all with them. You, you're not inclined to go do anything with them to have fun because you just are so filled with resentment, which means that you are not going to connect as much. You're going to become disconnected because you feel like you're doing so much and you're not really in an equal partnership and things just don't seem fair. Now, the last one is called informational support. This is giving advice, right? Gathering information for you and sharing information to help you get clarity in taking the next steps to help you move forward with whatever it is that you are working through. So examples of this would be connecting you with someone who would be a great resource, uh, maybe like sitting down with you, brainstorming, Googling things to help you get unstuck, right? Um, sharing their experiences to help you avoid encountering obstacles that they've run into in the past, sharing helpful insight that they have to help you make progress. Now, interestingly enough, this is the only type of support that one can give too much of, and it can be harmful for the relationship. When you receive too much informational support, it can come off as unsolicited advice. Many men actually have a natural instinct to do this, right? They have a very fix it type of mentality. They don't like seeing anyone they care about in pain or struggling. So when you present a problem to him, he's automatically going to go into fix it mode. And if this is your husband, then you're going to want to inform him what you want him to do with the information before you give it. Keyword is before you first need to understand what you want him to do with the information knowing that his inclination is to go into fix-it mode, you have to decide for yourself, do you want him to listen or do you want him to suggest solutions? Okay, so get that understanding first and then preface what you say with that so that he knows what to do with that information and you don't feel resentful for, for feeling like, why is he just telling me what to do when I just wanted him to listen? And he's not like, why isn't she listening to me? Why'd she come to me with this problem? I'm trying to help her and she's not even listening. She's getting mad at me, right? That's not going to end up in a good place for you. If you keep doing that, eventually he's going to get sick of it 
eventually you're going to get sick of it and you're not going to turn to each other and you're not going to build that connection. You're not going to be partners and it's just going to be a hot mess. So let's just take that tip and, and, and use it. Okay. <laughs> it's very simple and very effective. But either way, if you're one of the 80% of women who wish that they got more support from their husbands, it's time to understand what you want. What is the level of support that you want? What type of support do you want? What does that look like? Like when you say, I want more support, like what does that even mean, right? If you said that to your child, would they know what to do, right? If, if the answer is no, then you got to work on your clarity, okay? You have to be clear about what you need because what you say can easily be interpreted some other way. And in their minds, they're like, yeah, I'm supportive. And you're like, no, you're not, right? We don't want that type of miscommunication because then his efforts are being wasted. And then you're over here feeling unsupported, which is not how he wants you to feel, okay? So know what you want, be clear, make your requests, okay? It's like love languages, right? What they might be doing for you may not be translating. So this is where clarity comes in. And if you're like, what in the heck is love languages? No worries. Stay tuned. <laughs> I'll record an episode to talk about this, but basically in a nutshell, we all love to receive love in different ways. And so the way you receive love is oftentimes the way you give love. But if your partner doesn't receive love the same way that you do, then the way that you're loving your husband may not be actually be received as love. It might just be like, oh, cool. Versus like, oh my gosh, I could feel her love. I feel so love when she does this for me. Okay. But anyway, this is very similar to that. Okay. Your definition of support could be very different from what he thinks you're needing. So do the work, be clear, ask for it and get it because you deserve it. Both of you deserve it, right? There's still two thirds of men out there who are like, I wish my, my wife would support me more. And maybe your husband is one of those people, right? Maybe both of you are wishing you, you both supported each other better, right? Talk about it figure it out and give each other what you need. Okay. Give each other what you each need so that you can be happy. You deserve to be happy, right? Let's keep the problems outside the marriage. So how you do that is making sure you communicate, making sure that you're connecting and being partners with each other. And if this is something that you're struggling with, then reach out to me, please. Like that is exactly what I'm here for. I'm here to help you end the struggles in your marriage so that you can spend time enjoying it and tackling issues outside your marriage as a team and also have a marriage that your kids can look up to, right? I wish I had a marriage to look up to when I was a kid, but here I am creating it for my kids. So. I'm grateful for that. And it is what it is, right? So don't perpetuate the issues that you saw growing up. 
create the type of marriage that you could be proud of your kids witnessing and watching and repeating, right? Every generation gets better, but if you do the work, you can increase the chances of them having to do less work to have fulfilling relationships. Okay. So that's what I got for you today. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. There is more than one way to receive support, get clear on what it is that you're really needing from your partner and go tell them. Okay. Go tell them, start getting what you need. I love you. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the marriage and motherhood podcast. I hope that this episode helps you deepen your relationship with your husband and more importantly with yourself. If you enjoy this episode, please take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more moms just like you have a more fulfilling life and marriage because we all deserve to have that and so much more. If you want to help spread the word, take a screenshot and share this episode on your IG stories and tag me at Michelle Perda Coaching. And if you'd like to request a specific topic for a future episode, put your request in by sending me a DM. See you back here next week. Bye.